Good morning. Grace and peace. I'm Bob Oliveira, and it is my privilege to share God's Word with you this Sunday, December 6th. God is good. Around us, much is happening that can cause us discouragement, but we should take heart to know that our God cares and He is beside us to take away our fear. We looked last week and this week the expression from our God that says, fear not, fear not. Today's lesson is going to be based on Luke chapter 1, verses 5 through 25. Luke 1, verses 5 through 25. We're going to see a story of Zechariah, which name means God remembers. Elizabeth, his wife, which the meaning of her name is, my God is faithful. And the son they would have, John the Baptist, and John means gracious. Zechariah, God remembers. Elizabeth, my God is faithful, and John the Baptist, grace, gracious. Now it's interesting to note that it had been over 400 years, 400 years, since God had spoken through a prophet, delivered a miracle, and the people had seen an angel come with a message from God. 400 years of silence. And all of a sudden, God speaks through an angel to Zechariah. Very exciting. If we could interview Zechariah and Elizabeth before this experience, and we say, Zechariah and Elizabeth, what do you say about your faith and about your God? They would have said, God is good. I continue to pray. But Zechariah, here you are, old in age, Historians tell us that he must have been together with Elizabeth in their 70s. You have been praying your whole life since your 20s for a child. And you don't have a child. But he would have said, God is good. God is faithful. And I continue to pray for a child and to worship and praise him. What a testimony. As we said... Uh, today's lesson is, is found in Luke chapter 1, verse 5. So we're going to study about Zechariah, Elizabeth, and we're going to see also the concept of prayer. Prayer. So sometimes you and I have prayed for a while, and we wonder about the answer to our prayer. My mother prayed for me more than the other siblings. I'm number five of 10 children. And when I had been kicked out of two high schools, before she disciplined me, she said, son, I think your problem is spiritual. I want you to know I'm gonna pray for you every Thursday. Not only pray, but every Thursday, I'm going to fast, and pray that God will change your heart. And she did so for six months. 
She'll remind me every now and then. I'm still praying. Sometimes she'll call me and we'll pray together and she'll cry out before God that he'll call me to minister. He'll change my heart. And she persisted in prayer. Six months later, I was in church and the guest preacher was speaking on John 3.16. Now for somebody who grew up in church, that is a verse you have heard many times. But that day, John 3.16 had a different meaning to me because of my mother's prayer and God chose at that moment to answer her prayer and may open, he opened my eyes for me to see glory at the cross. And before the service was over, I came down from my seat, I walked to the front, tears in my eyes, crying out to God to forgive me. And I accepted Jesus as my savior. Six months. I have a friend who's close to 80 years old. He was married four times. He was an alcoholic most of his life. He tells me and people around me have told me also that he drank from 12 to 20 cans of beer every night. His mother was a Christian lady. She had been praying for George for a long time. At her deathbed 15 years ago, she did one last time she prayed with him. She prayed that God would change his heart, that he would get back and walk with God. After she prayed that prayer, in a few days she passed. But the day of that prayer was the last day that George drank. George today is one of my closest friends. He walks with God. Anytime the church door is open, George is there. He's always witnessing and being a shiny light for God. God heard his mother's prayer. Dear beloved, you and I have a burden for a child, for a grandchild, someone we know and we have been praying. Today, in today's lesson, we're going to be encouraged. Keep on praying. Keep on worshiping. And proclaim and enjoy God's love. And you will see your prayers answered. Now, it is possible, like George's mother, that you and I may not be here. But rest assured, hang on to the promises of God. He will answer our prayers. We read in Luke chapter 1, verses 5, and I'll jump a few verses. In the time of Herod the king, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priest division of Abijah. His wife Elizabeth was also a descendant of Aaron. Both of them were righteous in the sight of God observing all of the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. But they were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive and they were both very old. Pausing here, we see that these verses talks about they were godly people. They obeyed and followed the Lord and they were childless. Once when Zechariah's division was on duty 
and they drew lots and he was chosen to be the priest to go in the temple to make an offering to God. While he was there, an angel of the Lord appeared to him, verse 11, standing at the right side of the altar of incense. When Zechariah saw him, he was startled and was gripped with fear. But the angel said to him, Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Praise the Lord. Do not be afraid, Zechariah. Your prayer has been heard. Your wife Elizabeth will bear you a son, and you are to call him John, gracious, for he will be great in the sight of the Lord. He is never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. And he'll go on before the Lord in the spirit of the power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the parents to their children and it's obedient to the wisdom of the righteous. What a great news. The angel appeared and uh, at that moment, while in the temple, in God's presence, he didn't expect God to speak to him. Now, folks, we come to church, we hear, we fellowship one with the other, and sometimes we're not in the expectation that God is going to speak to me today. I have four friends. They're both, I mean, three of them are business owners. They're well-to-do individuals. For 15 years, we meet once a week on Wednesday at 6 o'clock in the morning. We read a book and we share one with the other. No one preaches, but we have this friendship, 15 years. And we help each other, encourage each other. But one thing that I admire about one of them, every week he has something to say about the church service of the previous Sunday. And I learned that from him. Every Sunday, every time we gather, read God's word, we should come out with something to share, a song that the praise team sang, a, a, a phrase that was shared in the testimony, something from God's word. Expect God to speak. I was a pastor for eight years, and in my house, I often refer to the previous Sunday. And I would say to my family, last Sunday, my pastor said, Last Sunday, from God's word, my pastor said, referring that I went to church determined to hear God speak to me, to come out knowing that I had heard the Lord's voice. Today, I want you to hear that Zechariah, Elizabeth, were believers who prayed from their hearts cried out for a child for many years. I want you to hear today that the reason the Holy Spirit has this in Luke for you and I to read is that we can remember that our God answers prayer. So, Zechariah doubted. 
The angels, he said, how can I be sure that your message is true? The angel said to him, I am Gabriel. I stand in the presence of God and I have been sent to speak to you and to tell you good news. Wow. And now you will be silent and not able to speak until the day this happens because you did not believe my words which will come true at the appointed time. Saints, friends, when we hear God's word, let's believe, let's accept, let's not fear when God speaks, but let's not put it aside in doubt. So he had a little punishment. He was not going to be able to hear or speak during the whole time of Elizabeth's pregnancy. So it was. Now remember he was a priest, he used to lead meetings and such, but now God said, be silent, be silent. Sometimes things happen in our life so that we can quiet down and hear God. Be silent. Be silent and listen to the Lord. Now, this is about Zechariah, Elizabeth, John, but above all, it's about God. God wants us to hear and leave Sunday today with this in mind. God is truth. He does not lie. Numbers 23:19 says, God is not a man that he should lie. Joshua 23:14 says, not one word of all the good words that the Lord your God spoke concerning you has failed. All have been fulfilled for you. Not one of them has failed. 1 Kings 8.56 says, Blessed be the Lord according to all that he promised. Not one word has failed of all his good promises which he promised. Psalms 89.14 Loving kindness and truth go before you. Psalms 86 says, You are abundant in truth. Psalms 146 says, God keeps truth forever. That's why Isaiah calls him in Isaiah 65, 16, the God of truth. Titus 1, 2 says, God who cannot lie. If the Lord says, I'll be with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. You can be assured of his promise. Now remember, the Bible so reminds us that our God is powerful. He's called El Shaddai, God Almighty. His power is defined in scriptures great and strong and glorious and everlasting sovereign and effective and irresistible and incomprehensible. Matthew 19.26 says, all things are possible to God. Luke 137 says, says nothing is impossible with God. What is your prayer? 
What's the desire of your heart? Remember the lesson today. Pray, pray, and pray. Believe and expect you will not be disappointed. Expect God to hear your prayer. And then you wait on Him while you're waiting. Take time to worship. Take time to sing praises to Him because He is worthy. Remember when Paul in Acts chapter 16 was beaten and thrown in jail, what did he do? The Bible says that midnight, Paul and Silas were singing. We hear here that Zechariah was in the temple worshiping God. He knew it was not about him, it was about God. The God who's gracious, because God told him, name your son gracious. Now grace, grace is when we receive a gift that we do not deserve. Mercy is when we are spared from a punishment of something we deserve. If we deserve a punishment and God is merciful, he does not punish us with that. Grace is unmerited favor. He gives you a gift just because. I used to give my kids every now and then money for no reason. And my wife would call, would call that sounds like breathing money. No reason. Here is a gift. My father used to do the same and I copied that from him. So let's remember pray and worship. Praise him. Sing out. When you think of God's grace, sing all by yourself. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved one like me. Open your hymn book and sing that song, that hymn, it will be worth it all. When we see Jesus, life's trials seem so small. When we see Christ, pray and worship him. Praise him for being a loving God and sing out to him at the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light. Worship him. Sing out, every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. Sing out with the children in your heart, voices loud. Jesus loves me, this I know. For the Bible tells me so. Little ones to him belong, they are weak, but you, my God, you are stronger. Sing out with a smile on your face. What a friend we have in Jesus. During these times, do not let despair, discouragement. Pray, worship, and expect God to answer. Think that he's faithful. Sing out, great is thy faith faithfulness. Oh God, my Father, think of his power and sing that old hymn, How Great Thou Art. He promises, he gives salvation, forgiveness, heaven, strength, comfort, wisdom. Oh, how we need to pray 
a little different. We need to pray in a way that we're talking. I heard from a friend of mine, and she said, I'm having a difficult time in my life. I wish so much I could hug Jesus and put my head on his shoulder. A close relationship. Now, sometimes we children play, pray in a humorous way. I remember a little boy who said, Dear God, bless me, my sister, my dad, and my mom. As for, no more. Amen. I have here a prayer from a nine-year-old. Please help me in school, dear God. I need help in spelling, adding, history, geography, writing. I don't need help in anything else, just this. Dear God, a seven-year-old prayed, thank you for the nice day today. You even fooled the TV weatherman. Another said, I'm saying my prayers for me and my brother, Billy, because Billy is six months old and he can't do anything but sleep and wet his diapers. A child prayer. Remember, the children learn to pray by listening to us. God taught us how to pray the Lord's Prayer. There are many prayers in the Bible that we can read and pray. I had an idea. I call it 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven. This week, think of the store 7-Eleven. Seven days this week, let's take 11 minutes to pray. Every day this week, we're going to take 11 minutes to pray. One minute of silence. One minute of silence. Five minutes, let's praise and worship God. In your prayer, you can sing. One minute of silence, five minutes of praise and worship. For four minutes, let's thank Him for all He has done for us. Thank God for four minutes. And one minute, Prayer request to him, 7-Eleven. Silence, one minute. Praise and worship, five minutes. Thanks, four. And request, one. God bless you.